Welcome to That Reminds Me Of, Episode 3. This episode, we're talking about bad boys for life and Baron has a lot to answer for. <laughs> I do, I do. Man. Oh, wow. Did you drop a drink? No, I didn't drop it. It's all, it's all good. Here we are too, back on Zoom, so we're not in the same room once again. Um, the things that I have to admit to yes. that happened at the end of last episode, I got I got the number of the Bad Boy franchise, Bad Boys franchise wrong, and I said this was the fourth film. It's actually only the third film. Somehow I, com- I combined two films out of Bad Boys 2. But that's which understandable. Is, like, which bad. is understandable because Bad Boys 2 is actually like three films put together <laughs> at least. Um, and then and then, and then then I thought there was this whole Bad Boys 4 with a number four life thing going on, which doesn't make any sense if you know that it's actually the third film. And then <laughs> finally I said this is another Michael Bay film and it's not. Yeah, but it, but it so, is really. Yes, yes, that's right, yes. It should have been a Michael Bay film. And instead, they've got two guys uh, trying to do a Michael Bay film, and we just know that's going to be a problem, right? Because uh, it's a lot of people question whether or not Michael Bay should exist as a filmmaker at all. And um, I don't—I'm not one of those people, but uh, you don't try and imitate him. He's—he is who he is. <laughs> They're strong words. They question whether <laughs> Michael Bay should exist as a filmmaker at all. <laughs> I, I'd class myself perhaps as in, in that in that crowd, but we can get to that. I've met a lot of those people along the way. A lot of very um, uh, snooty filmmakers feel that way about him. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm a snooty yeah. film watcher. <laughs> <laughs> You know the best thing about this, Kim Logan? Yeah, yes, Baron. I'm excited that you have watched all of the Bad Boys films now. Ooh. You've watched one, have I? two, and have you? Have I. Have you watched one and th- just one and three? Did you make your way? Did you get through two? Look. Tell me you did. Look, you, I started with one, obviously. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very deliberate. Started I started at the beginning. I, I always want to start at the beginning. I started at one. I don't think... I've seen a worse movie in my life than Bad Boys 1. Now, Ooh, damn. I hated it from start to finish. I just a thought beloved it was, film. Yeah, well, is it beloved for you? Is well, no not not necessarily for me, but um no, it's not beloved for me, but it's a beloved film for people out there in the world. Yeah, like I've got more to say. <laughs> There's so an audience. It, it look it gets, you know, it gets better. I won't be I won't be this um negative all through, but I just <laughs> It was such a chore and then I got to the end finally and then I thought, oh, my goodness, I've got to do I've got to do two before I get to... At that stage, I still thought there was four. <laughs> I thought there were four films because you've been talking about this being the fourth and oh, I man, was going to call brutal. it all off. I thought we were going to have brutal. to re-record the previous episode to change the film. Uh, <laughs> I started watching two and about halfway through I just said, this, this is just doing my head in. This is the same thing. It hasn't... Um, matured since the first one, uh, and I I must confess I stopped halfway through two. God um, damn! You actually not only stopped halfway through two, you went and watched something else. What did you watch again? Oh, uh, you sent me a message. 
and it cracked me up. Oh, I can't remember. It was The Graduate. You the Graduate. Bad- <laughs> That's right. That's a you graduate. went from Bad Boys too. You watched like 20 minutes or whatever it was of that and you went, okay, nah. <laughs> I'm gonna put the graduate on just to just to save myself from what this is, what I've just experienced. Yeah, the graduate was was cool. I, I don't that think is I such can... a doc move. I love it. Yeah, I'll try and weave that into the reminds <laughs> me of later. Um, well, I guess the two films will forever be be linked. So maybe one does remind me of the other now. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, you liked it, or did you? What did you know of the the okay. franchise and of Michael Bay to begin with? Sure, sure, sure. So um, Michael Bay is, um, he's just one of those directors. A lot of directors love to hate on him. A lot of film students love to hate on him. I don't hate on the guy because I actually enjoy some of his films quite a lot. Mm. Um, I like the Bad Boys films. I don't like this latest one very much, but we'll get to that. Um, But one and two, I have a soft spot for those films. Wow. Bad Boys 2 has some of the craziest chase sequences in it that you can imagine. And they are over the top um, and it is very <laughs> Michael Bay and that is the point. So when I watch, some, when I watch a Michael Bay film, I kind, of, I kind of accept that I'm going to go to a strange place and uh, I just go for the ride. Wow. Um, and, you know, some of the films, and I, they're, they're really hit and miss. I didn't like Pain and Gain, didn't like many of the Transformers films, although there were moments in all of them or most of them that were fun in the same way that that chase sequence in Bad Boys is fun. Um, I thought Pearl Harbor was a horrible film. Oh, was, um, that, was, that, was that him? Yeah. Pearl yeah. Harbor was awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Armageddon, though, was a really cool film in my mind. I just think it's yeah. fun. Um, so I don't know. The Rock is fun as well. I've got good memories of The Rock. I can't remember anything about it other than Crazy Eyes Cage and um, what's his name, <laughs> yeah. Bond. Um, and yeah, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Uh, but just the most ridiculous stuff. That's what that you know. That's what you go into a Michael Bay film for. Just expecting explosions, mm-hmm. slow motion helicopters, um, low slow motion sweeping shots of heroes about to do some badass shit. Uh, you know, guns everywhere. <laughs> just whatever you know. Just all that stuff. That's part of it. But you see, I, I've I've missed the whole history. I think is the thing. And I, yeah. after after watching those two, I, I went on a bit of an odyssey to kind of try and figure out what the point of these films is. And mm. I looked up all the, the other buddy cop movies. Yeah. And through the whole list, I've virtually not seen any. Like in the whole history oh, of buddy it's cop, like, you've like the, the genre, I missed the genre. Like Fast and Furious, never seen one. Lethal Weapon, I've never seen it. Um, I won't go through the others because we may have them as, as references. But um, I, I, I've missed the whole genre. So what happened, I just watched this old film in its own right, thought it was awful, uh, but then after that watched a couple of others, you know, related to it and almost saw what they were, the history they were sort of um, starting with on it. So I, I probably... Hate the franchise less now than I did <laughs> at the start, and I probably prefer the the most recent one, even though I didn't like it much. Um, I probably liked it better than the first two. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. I mean, and we'll we'll get into it. The whole buddy cop thing is really plays into it in a in a big way. One last time. One last time. <laughs> 
Synopses? Let's do it. Yeah, synopses. I think you should start because I can't wait. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> oh wow! I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um, I haven't thought about it at all. By the way, this is definitely off the cuff. Yeah, this one. me too. In Bad Boys for Life, we reunite with two cops after seventeen years. One looks exactly the same as he did seventeen years ago. The other looks exactly seventeen years <laughs> older and fatter. Uh, the younger looking one uh, gets. Uh, gets shot and is out for revenge on the person that tried to kill him. Uh, the the other one wants to retire. He's just become a granddad and, you know, wants to do the usual thing of uh, hanging up the boots. Uh, they they go searching for the killer. They, they team up with a bunch of young guns. Uh, eventually they find the, the bad guy and only to realise that it's Will Smith's son. <laughs> and that's the movie. <laughs> Is that the movie or not? That's a movie. That's a movie. Uh, oh, sorry, I missed out the the melodrama, the the explosions, the kind of money and drugs that look like look more like props than money and drugs. Um, <laughs> the drone, the ludicrous drone footage. The, right. Uh, but, yes, that's the movie. Okay, all right. Um, let me give it a go. Jeez, I need to clear my brain. How yeah. do I do this? Jeez, I, okay, I think so I need a redo on, on that one, but let's, <laughs> let's see if we can edit that to make sense. That's right. I'll, make some, I'll just fill in some of the gaps where I can um, and probably miss other things. <laughs> all right, so um, Bad Boys for Life uh, picks up where uh, the guys have been together for like 25 years or something now. Lots of years have passed since Bad Boys 2. And um, the uh, and uh, Martin Lawrence's character is retiring and wanting to get out. And meanwhile, um, Will Smith's character, Mark Lowry, is just, uh, <laughs> he's just ready to keep going, you know, um, and loving every second of it uh, until basically what happens is they um, discover that a bunch of people that they're sort of connected through are all getting assassinated by this young um, dude who's badass and he wears, you know, like black leather and isn't like a major assassin of coolness. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> and uh, uh, and finally ends up shooting uh, Mike Lowry because he's on his list, his hit list. Um, there's a badass mum who's out for revenge for some reason and uh, through a bunch of convoluted uh, plot things and um, location changes and uh, getting involved with a weird Miami SWAT team that is really cool but actually not very cool at all. Um, they end up going to Central America and tracking down the uh, crazy Bruja, witch woman and her son um, and you discover in the big finale in a burning, exploding building that the son is actually Matt, Mike Lowry's son will smith's character's son um and they uh instead they become best buds forever yeah of, instead yeah. of killing each other <laughs> that's even worse no that's well look <laughs> i'm not worse. sure you can create a great synopsis from an ordinary no. film um, and and the issue is sorry as just you letting were saying, Je jesse the cat out oh cool let, let jesse out um the issue that you were saying is that it's actually there's a dilemma here where there's so much action and so many plot points uh, but so little actually happening in terms of character stuff um, that it's hard to 
it's actually a bit hard to make a synopsis up for this thing. It's crazy. Bad Boys 2 had the same problem. Really? Um, well, no, I think in fairness, I think we both should be able to, to make a pretty uh, simple succinct. Syn- uh, this, uh, succinct synopsis <laughs> out of yeah, a fairly probably. simple film. So I don't think it's the complexity of the film that's the problem here. I think it's, it, I think it's us. It's us. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Established. It's certainly me. Cool. We filled our listeners with uh, confidence at this point. Yeah. Go and look at Wikipedia or IMDb <laughs> if you want to know yeah. what the film's about. Absolutely. <laughs> what did you um, What did you like about it, Barra? Well, um, I didn't. I didn't like a lot about it, to be honest. Uh, um, so I, 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 you know, when you go to a Bad Boys film, you're expecting uh, just rapid fire, witty comedy throwaway lines um, and banter between the two leads Mm. and it all fell a little flat for me in this film. I didn't get the same, you know, kinetic tension between them that we expect from, we've we've got from the other two films. But did you, did you get the kinetic tension in the first two? I did in a, in a funny way. Like they're they're both kind of lame stories. Yeah. Um, But the two guys uh, made it, you know, they, they brought it, I thought. I think Michael Bay brought it as well in terms of yeah. it's got that it, – it's cheesy and it's ridiculous, but at least, I, you know, I felt those two characters and I think that's what made those films popular was basically Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. But they weren't funny. Like there's there's similar films that I've, I've, seen, I've seen since that have yeah. funny lines and like just humour in it. But I, I didn't in, – in those early ones, I'll take the first one for starters, it's – there was just nothing funny about it. I, I, I maybe look. It's probably that I don't have a sense of humour. Clearly. Oh no, you have a sense of humour. Uh, and I know you do. I didn't. I, I didn't watch it like just hating, hating them for living or anything. Like it wasn't. It didn't offend me. <laughs> I yeah. just. I just thought there's so, there were so many opportunities. Like you've got these two guys who were both good actors and comics and and like with a. All you have to do is throw a couple of jokes in, but it seemed like there's no. Maybe that's my problem. It seemed like there were no jokes. It's like mm. the humor, if there is any, is just in the nature of the relationship, rather than. I agree. Yeah, that's a big part and of it. Maybe yeah. that maybe that's what's endearing about it. I think so. Um, I think the chemistry of the two characters, and I do think there's something there. Um, it gets a bit strained in the second film mm. and then by the third film I think it's fallen apart personally. Like it doesn't have the same impact at all. Yeah. Um, it's almost like they pushed it too far by that point point. Um, and I understand why they did it because they wanted to sort of show that over time these two have grown further and further apart but they're still bad boys for life. And this one was die a, together, ride together, die together, whatever it is. Fl- or <laughs> you know? Fly together, die together. Fly together. <laughs> which is the that's the only that's one right. that I laughed at actually. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, uh, and this one was more a Will Smith vehicle as well, wasn't it? Like the the first two actually yeah. had Martin Lawrence as the top build. Uh, so really? yeah, yeah. So the initial Bad Boys, apparently, because I'm such an expert at Michael Bay and Bad Boys now, <laughs> but the initial Bad Boys, uh, Will Smith was a virtual unknown. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, Martin Lawrence had come off some big successes. Like um, he seemed to be sort of following in the Eddie, Eddie Murphy. He was the bigger film actor. He was. And, just and the bigger Will name. Smith was a TV guy. 
Yeah, that's Probably right. At that yeah. point, Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so, so yeah, Martin Lawrence was the big star, uh, and in Bad Boys Two, he was still top build. Although I, yeah. I imagine the dynamics had changed since then that Will Smith was probably the bigger actor. Yeah, um, big time. Mm. But, yeah, in this one, Will Smith was headline for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm. Um, I think Martin Lawrence is, I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's sort of tapered off really, hasn't he? And the, he looks weird now. Like when you see him, because <laughs> I'm, I'm so used to over the years seeing Martin Lawrence, he's always been a bit chubby um, and that's part of his his appeal is sort of the short slightly chubby dude that mm. you know is a little awkward gets into into situations that um <laughs> he just makes worse for himself um but now he just i don't know there's something a bit too awkward about him i think especially against will smith yeah that could have played funnier than it did they could have played on that more i think they tried but it didn't quite work and what did you think of the performances of of both of them um martin lawrence yeah. first so okay, Martin Lawrence. Um, no, <laughs> just no. I don't know, man. Well, just, no. just no. I mean, yeah. not, not just no. Uh, it's just I was expecting a little more of the fun that you get in the previous two films and in, in and in his other films. And he just mm. he was a little bit too much of a, a bit tired of a yeah. He was a bit tired mm. and he just a little bit too much of a downer. That's meant to be part of the fun of his character, but it just fell flat in this one. And in, in the in the first one, he's like this, like it doesn't all hinge on, you know, him being, you know, uh, having put on a, put on some weight and being twenty five years later. Uh, yeah. But in the first one, he's really like lean and hungry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, early career and sort of cool, and then he just sort of becomes a a joke, and that that in itself changes the. You know the relationship, but um, I guess that's Big life. Time. That's probably a fairly poignant little even, comment. Even the captain, who's like one of my favourite characters from the three films, mm. uh, is is flat in this film. I think he's just not his usual crazy, <laughs> angry self, and that's 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 the fun of that character. You know, I loved how I loved how they how obviously they were trying to uh, show. Him aging, like he was—he's drinking your cult or you know, little and, <laughs> yeah. and touching his stomach, sort of, you know, and just yeah. these little things that are never mentioned. But you can no, he's, see, yeah, he's—he's he, got—he's got an anger problem. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he has to hit—he has to knock back the Pepto Bismol. Is that what I didn't, yeah. didn't know what it was? But it's like he's really getting into character, and you know, how can I, how can I bring this character to life? <laughs> Doing all these, yeah, little, and he's a great actor, that guy. He's good. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, don't know. I shouldn't do that to you. I've done it to you. No, nah, that's all right. Um, I actually, I actually do know it's here, but uh, Joe Pantoliano. He was good. Joe Pantoliano. He was good. Yep. I feel like he's been the chief in a hundred cop movies. Like it just looks like who he is. Yeah, and and wasn't he the guy in the Matrix that eats the steaks? Oh wow! Was, was was that him? I feel like that was him. Can't recall the guy that basically sells out the whole team to just eat some steaks. I haven't seen the Matrix for a long time. That, that's another yeah. conversation. Yeah, I totally hated the Matrix. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I hated it. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, yeah. The first film and. Two and three? Did you just hate I, them all? In I general, can't remember. It? I think I, I think I later changed my mind. Um, oh, one, one, one way or the other. I think I loved it first and hated it second, or, or vice versa. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of people loved the first film and then hated the way it went mm, from there. 
because it sort of ruined the illusion and what they had in their mind was something grander than where it ended yeah, up going, I yeah. think. That's interesting. Anyway, I know the yeah. point of the show is getting sidetracked, but we're probably getting too <laughs> sidetracked. Uh, a giant tangent. That's all right. Will, Will Smith. You know, I thought Will Smith um, is – well, he is – we know he's a great actor, right? We know he can do great things. Mm. Uh, this felt, again – I just this whole film felt like they were just ringing it in a little bit, you know? Mm. Yeah, I just didn't feel it. Didn't feel it. Well, Will, how, about, how about you? Will Smith, I've never, never traced his career properly, but I've always the same as you, just like what you said. I've always thought he's a good actor and he can do pretty much anything. Is what I've thought. Like he's just adaptable and always pretty believable. I thought in this one, if there was anything that that sort of took me out of the film, it was it was his performance. I just thought at times it was too on the nose and melodramatic and yeah. I just couldn't believe it. So I would much rather watch um, uh, Martin Lawrence's performance in this than Will Smith's. It really, really got to me. Interesting. See, I don't come to these films expecting to see much from either of them, aside from just banter. You know, that's what it's all about mm. to me. It's just banter and ridiculous action. And at some point they should be flying sideways shooting guns. <laughs> uh, that's that's what I expect, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like, we didn't get we didn't get even that, you know. Yeah, there was a little bit of sideways gun action, but not much. <laughs> well, there was sideways <laughs> gun more. action on the trolley. You know that's. Uh, yes, there was. You're and right. And it, it made me think. Uh, <laughs> I just just seeing that Will Smith on the trolley shooting. I thought, how many films has that been in? Like that so shot. Many. Like, uh, Have you seen uh, Hot Hot Fuzz along the way? Yes, I've hot seen fuzz. Hot Fuzz. And the guy wants to do all the different gun shooting poses and the sideways gun action is i'm sure that's bad boys right well like hot there's there's the shooting in the air which is point break yeah 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 i like point break at the time this is the thing i saw it at the time point break and i liked it so i think maybe that's what i'm missing the fact that i I didn't see it then and now it's just aged so terribly that i just can't well bad boys one is so 90s it is it's and it's from, I think it was 94. It's just, it's got the sort of the the, the slow motion and the flashing lights mm. and the um, the heightened screams, you know, that are in in like crazy monochromatic colours and yeah. like they just, like it has, it's like Michael Bay threw everything at it yeah. um, that he could with the limited technology that he had at the time. He just went, I just want to give it all the, because he's like a um, he was a music video guy. He'd done tons of music videos. Was he really? Like he, yeah, yeah. He'd done yeah. that. Was sort of what. And then Bad Boys was his first feature. So mm. I think he just threw all of the, you know, whatever, the whole kitchen sink of of things that he knew from music videos at it. Um, tried to make it as impactful and wow as possible. And he achieved that um, because he was noticed and the film did really well. Uh, and then by the time Bad Boys Two came around, which was maybe what was that? Like less than 10 years later, but mm. close to it. Um, technology had just gone so far. Mm. I mean, look at Bad Boys 2 against Bad Boys 1. It's it's amazing, the difference. Is it? In terms of what he could achieve. The chase sequences alone and just the explosions yeah. and the boats flying down the freeway and, yeah, yeah. you know, all of that crap. Like it's just next level. You see, <laughs> my mind doesn't even, I don't even see that. I, I literally don't see it. Like yeah. you, maybe you do because you're in. You're a filmmaker yourself, so you uh, get the 
you get what happens with special effects, you know, and uh, I guess being a horror guy as well. Yeah. Uh, you know what what it takes to make special effects. Um, so you see the craft in it. I just kind of go along with the story and I, I do not, I literally don't see any of that at all. You know what? That's probably better because um, as you can see, the special effects and all that just keep getting changing and mm. um, that's not the best thing to judge a film on at all uh, unless it's an amazing film <laughs> with amazing special effects that's, that hold up over time and there are some of those. Definitely. I just want to quiz you on one little section of the film. Okay. And that... Shoot. Look, there are a few spots that jump the shark, but <laughs> do you remember when they got the drone out and yeah. the, the bad guys are in a warehouse and they get the drone to go into the <laughs> warehouse instead of them? Yes. <laughs> so there's this drone <laughs> that is... That killed me, man. ...is literally metres away from them, just in the middle yeah. of the warehouse filming and everyone's back in the truck sort of watching the footage <laughs> and they're getting different angles, they're zooming in close and all this sort of yeah. stuff and as if the bad guys are completely oblivious to this drone in the room. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna edit in the sound of a drone after this <laughs> into this Please. right now. Cause cause you know that I use a drone for my for my work sometimes. I, right? I know very well that you do. You know. That's why, that's why been, I posed the you know the I love topic it. to you. And I've I've been asked a number of times about having people doing a piece to camera yeah. where they're going to deliver a speech but the camera's a drone. <laughs> and uh, and I just have to keep t- I just have to keep telling people how fucking loud drones are. <laughs> <laughs> like they're so loud. You will not be able to hear anything that person is saying unless they're yelling. Um, and even then you will still hear this <laughs> horribly annoying whirring sound like just I'll put it in. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only because yeah. I know you've worked with drones that I kind of yeah. realised how <laughs> ludicrous that scene was. Yeah, absolutely. I was, um, and, and I don't, not, I mean, maybe there's like special military Stealth silent ones. drones. I, yeah. I don't think so. Um, I think just the very nature of them, they're just fucking loud. Um, <laughs> I, when, when that scene happened, I just basically nudged Edith next to me. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing that's that I've seen so far. Yeah, and this is a bad boys film. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. That says something. And how, how about this? Great. How about Mike Mike Lowry? How do you say it? You say it properly. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. <laughs> There's a whole thing of the name, isn't there? Like the first film. That's the whole yeah. joke. And yes. well, wasn't that a stretch though? Honestly. So uh, uh, it was the first one. You're right. That's that's that's, that's the whole starts. film. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Martin Lawrence pretending to be Mike Lowry. Yeah. For no good reason. <laughs> All he has, he doesn't have to run with he this could have told her at any point. You could just say, oh. "Yeah, I'm not Mount Mike Lowry." I just have have... gone, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah. It's just because he picked up the phone at one stage, pretended yeah. to be him, so he has to go the whole film pretending. If maybe he wasn't a detective, like he was actually just a detective's brother. Then okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that he is also a detective that can help her, yeah, it's ridiculous. But Mike Lowry. But the the real Mike. I can't say it. The real Mike Lowry was kind of reborn in this one, wasn't he? He was re he was respawned as yes. this kind of serious, angry, melodramatic, um, tough guy with all this angst. And I, I don't remember yeah. that that level of angst in the previous no, ones. It wasn't there. It just he he was he was there was angst about keeping his car and his apartment nice, and that was about mm. it. Otherwise, he was 
he was on the town having fun solving solving cases. That was the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Being a player. Yeah, and it all felt like a the funny thing was it felt like a a telenovela, like a um day, right. days of our lives. And then then there was a line towards the end, I can't remember what it was, where they call it call something out for being a telenovela telenovela. Yes. Yeah. And my first instinct was Oh my goodness! How ridiculous! Can they not see that this film <laughs> is exactly that? Don't they see the irony? And then yeah. I must say, I I checked myself and I thought maybe they do see the irony. Maybe like they they, do. they must see doing. the irony. Yeah, and maybe I'm that's the one that's slow to the irony. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, yeah. we haven't spoken about the director though. The not directors were no. The, the right. director wasn't Michael Bay. It was those other guys? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> we talked about. You're right. We talked about Michael Bay and completely forgotten to talk about the actual directors of this film. Yeah, I don't really God know damn. them. I think they had cameos. Did did they not? Um, but as did Michael Ye- Bay. Right, as did Michael Bay. Um, and I'm going to struggle with their names. This is no. the three directors in a row. This is this. Sucks. Look, I'm going to call it that. Yep. I think this is a Michael Bay film irrespective of who the directors are. You know that they've made a bunch of films that I've never seen or heard of. I looked them up okay. and there was nothing on the list that I could even, that even rang a bell for me, um, which, you know, mm. might say something more about me than, than anything else. But like I just, I, I couldn't recognise any of the films, haven't heard anything about them. Um, they always work together. The, yeah. the, that, the, it's that kind of director duo. Um, Michael Bay's taking them under his wing. That's about it. I got nothing else. I can say one thing about them. I think they made a better Michael Bay film than Michael Bay made. Ooh. So that's wow. that's all I'll say. So I I don't think it's worth going into a long conversation about them, but my I agree. I I'm I think <laughs> I think they did Actually, okay given the franchise. I agree to not talk about them at length, but I disagree that they made a better Michael Bay film than Michael Bay. I thought you might. I still want the Michael Bay. I want the real Michael Bay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> so I think we've talked enough about, I mean, there's no point in getting into themes and stuff. I mean, we get it, right? There are no themes and we can... There are no themes. I mean, there are, but there aren't. We, we might get into theme. themes shortly, so let's... Yeah, let's get into the second half of the show. That reminds me of, what does this film, Bad Boys for Life, remind you of? Kim Logan, do you want to start? Yes, Bad Boys okay. for Life reminded me of, and I'm going to struggle with the pronunciation, C'était un rendezvous. Ooh. Does that impress you? It, well, I don't even know what you're saying. I don't know what's happening. Well, it's a French Explain film from me. the 1970s and it's a short film, eight minutes. Uh, and the if, if you think of the start of Bad Boys for Life, it starts with a... Not a car chase, but just a speeding car going through the streets and then the beach of Miami. And you're wondering where they're going, what are they running from, uh, where they have to get to. And it ends up that they're all they needed to get to was the hospital to see Martin Lawrence's grandson being born. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> this little... <laughs> you're wondering where this is going. Yeah. I am. Yeah. This little short French film is eight minutes of a speeding car through the streets of of Paris in the early morning, of early Sunday morning or something, and it's going crazy. It's it's uh, 
like running through pigeons, nearly knocking people over, going past all the monuments of France, of Paris, uh, and like it, it's actually crazy, and it's all it's all real is the thing. So it's it's um it's cinema verite or whatever they call it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So they're they're really speeding through. They're the streets. really really speeding through <laughs> the streets, and it's quite controversial. And then wow. the, the punchline is that then he gets that the car comes to a screeching stop at the um, the Sacre Coeur, uh, just another monument, and the this blonde woman walks walks up, and he's just been speeding to pick up his date. So I, th- I thought they were quite... I love it. Yeah, quite aligned. Um, Dude. Yeah, it was, it was nice. And I, I didn't have any other references really for the films, for, for, the, for that film initially, <laughs> uh, but this one just completely got me straight away. Brilliant. Mm. I love it. I've never heard of it and I think it's great. This is what this show is all about, right, is for me and the fun of it is that, uh, you know, I might come up with, you know, one zinger and think, oh, I think I've got a great one for this episode, but I just don't know what you're going to come out with. And it's probably going to be something great like that, <laughs> something I've never heard of. Love the description of it. That's more That's more fun than actually talking about bad boys for life. Oh, yeah, anyway. yeah. But don't you, uh, it, 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 do you, any of your reminds me of um, deal with car chases and that sort of thing? Uh, not specifically, Not no. specifically. No, um, no, and you know I don't know if I've got. I don't think I don't think I have a cool one like you have this time around. Like that's a cool one that you just gave me. Oh, it's just that, that I didn't wins have any, the cool points. I didn't didn't have anything <laughs> else to draw on, um, and I didn't know the name of it. I, I just remember clearly the um, watching watching the film, and it was probably triggered more by watching car chases in this Bad Boys franchise in general, uh, I guess, and. Not liking them, I thought yeah. they were shallow and like car chases that I like will almost have a narrative within them, you know, where you can there's a depth of a roller coaster ride of emotions in the chase, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good. But there, there's stuff happening. There's 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 intelligent stuff happening within the chase, and yes. I thought that the ones in this franchise were were all pretty surface level, relying on explosions and metal on metal and and that sort of, and there was no wit, no wit to the chases somehow. See, now for me, the Bad Boys franchise sort of, it's all about the tension between Marcus and Mike and they're always just, their their friendship is always on the edge, you know what I mean? Like they're they're ready to, you know, break up at any point and the chases are about putting them under further tension. That's sort of how I sort of see Uh, them. Yeah, yeah. it, it, but I agree, it's not very clever. Like it's just, it's just you know how much ridiculous craziness can we throw at these two characters and see what they do? Yep. And it's all kind of one note mostly, you know, because what are they going to do? Um, you know, they're going to argue more. That's about it. it uh, Mike, Marcus is going to scream a bit more. Mike's going to seem cooler um, and tell him to settle down and. You know, then then Marcus is going to do something stupid like shoot the upholstery out of his sweet car, and you know they're going to yell at each other more. That's about it. No, that's fair. Right. So so it's a it's a character driven thing, and the the chases are just there to trigger uh, interactions. Yeah, I think so. But and and also to just for you know Michael Bay to just throw everything that he can at it mm-hmm. as well. You know, or these guys in this case. Um, but yeah, like. 
man, that 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 chase sequence, it's ridiculous. The the ones the so you you, you might not have seen it. It's in Bad Boys Two. Um, they're on the freeway. They're I've chasing after these Jamaicans. Did, did you see that? And yep. it's, there's the cars coming off the back of the semi trailers yep. and a boat and all that. That's that's an, that's an impressive chase scene. It's the one with all the bodies coming off as well. Oh, that happens later. That's like oh. the other chase scene. <laughs> okay, well I've seen more of it than I've, I've seen, seen up to the, I've seen up to the bodies. Although I might have had a nap half, you know, at some stage halfway through. You know what this conversation is reminding me of? <laughs> one of my remind me ofs, and I'm going to give you my lamest one to start with because oh, I just felt felt like I had to talk about it. Okay, um, what's your first remind me of? Bad Boys for Life reminds me of Michael Bay. <laughs> and I'm just going to talk about Michael Bay a little bit. I thought we'd done enough of that. But no, you I go. Know. You've got the podium. I'm, I'm not going to say much, except that... Except that... <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay, yeah. Michael Bay. Michael creates chaos on set, but that's where he draws his brilliance. Little did I know how a Michael Bay movie works. If you're going to work with Michael, just be ready. He's so good with coming up with stuff and improvising. This guy goes, this guy does something like that. Then he can spin around once and just boom. Michael Bay. Um, it's the color grading. It's <laughs> the slow motion shots. It's the hyper banter and uh, sort of, you know, even in Transformers, um, Shia LaBeouf is just like talking at a million miles per hour and that's like a weird yep. Michael Bay thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, at the helicopter shots, he loves helicopters. You see them in every film in slow motion at some point. Um, and it's always like magic hour on the yeah. coast with like white shiny light and everything's orange and blue and shiny and that's just, it's just a thing. It's just a Michael Bay thing. I don't know what, what else to say but... Um, this film, even though it wasn't him, yeah, that's what it was, you know. <laughs> it reminded me of, so strongly of Michael Bay, um, but they just couldn't – I, I think what was missing is the pace. Um, yeah, you know, true. Michael Bay has this pacing that's just so crazy um, and you can't sort of do this kind of film and, and, and go and not get that right. You know what I mean? doesn't yeah. work. Well, that, that's, anyway. I don't think that's a lame reference at all because – I guess what going into it, what I didn't have was the history of him, so I didn't realize all the stuff that comes with watching a Michael Bay or Bay film or a film that's pretending to be Michael Bay. Right. Uh, and there's something to be said for you know a style that is instantly recognizable as a person. So like it or not, if you can recognize and say that either is a Michael Bay film or looks like a Michael Bay film reminds me, dare I say, of a Michael Bay film, <laughs> then yeah. that he's he's done something to pop culture, hasn't he? He's in the zeitgeist. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Viva right, Michael Bay. You, uh, okay, my second one. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life reminded me of The French Connection. Boom. Have you seen The French Connection? I haven't seen it, but I know I know all about it. It's one of those films people talk about a lot. Mm. Um, one of my good friends references it often as one of his favourites. Haven't actually seen it. I need to. Well, it reminds me of, in, a, in turn, reminds me of Taxi Driver a bit, which I think I mentioned last time. So it's yeah. almost like a, uh, as much as, be, as being a film in its own right, it is a document of what New York 
looks like and feels like at a certain point in history. So that's it's as much about the place. Uh, yeah. But it was one Wait, of what 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 happens in the French Connection again? Because now I'm thinking if maybe I have seen it and it's the conversation that I haven't seen. So just just remind me what it's is it is it Gene Hackman as well? Yeah, I get confused between the two because they're both Gene mm. Hackman vehicles. Yeah. Um, but the uh, French Connection is well, it's a buddy cop movie. You know, one of the ones that I have seen, and Gene Hackman is a sort of a macho aggressive crazy kind of off-the-rails type cop. All right, Popeye's here. Get your hands on your heads. Get off the bar and get on the wall. Come on, move. Move. And the Jaws guy, Roy, Roy Scheider? Yeah. Is that his name? The, I don't know. The star of Jaws, the chief in Jaws. Don't know. Either. Yeah. I haven't seen. Yep. You haven't seen I'm, Jaws? I haven't seen Jaws. You've, wow. You've got me with another reference. Confessions. Yeah, damn it. I think I have seen The French Connection been a while though you probably have but um and there's a lot of sort of grabbing collars down down like like alleyways and shaking people up and stuff and punching and things right well, yeah i think it's one of the <laughs> is that right it, no it's exactly right i think it's one okay. of the ones that made the mold of the this buddy cop genre yes. that spawned all these other ones that i haven't seen uh so there's the two the two cops with a tension relationship different personalities you know wisecracks between them um, but the, the thing that probably stuck out the most was the, how they deal with race in, mm. and the French connection has not aged well in terms of, uh, the language used, the racial type language and stereotypes yeah, right. and, uh, and, and that sort of, that sort of thing. And like, for example, there's, there's the, these thug cops just beating up, uh, like um, black criminals, you know, yeah. and in a completely awful, inappropriate way, and and it's it's kind of taken as a given. And, and it's the seventies, right? It's the seventies. Yeah, I can't quite yeah. explain it, but it's it's yeah, um, yeah. certainly un PC. I, I think some of it you would you'd attribute to you know them trying to depict that behaviour on purpose, but. Yeah, yeah. Another this, part. Is, this is the reality of the streets, but it also feels a bit cool. Like they're trying to say it's cool at the same time. Yeah, there, there, there's yeah. a part of it that hasn't yet woken up to how how um, awful this really is. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, and and what that did for me was in 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 thinking about French Connection, I started thinking differently about Bad Boys. So, some of this because Bad Boys is also very race heavy. Yeah, isn't it like? Yeah, big time. Um, I think in two they they break up a clan meeting or something at yeah. the start, and there's all these wisecracks about which has Michael Shannon in that scene, who is just like one. He's become like one of the greatest actors you can have in a film, and it's just such a terrible role for him. Like you just would never know that there's a great actor lurking underneath there. Is Michael Shannon um, Boardwalk Empire and? Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna look up what else he's been. He's been in so many great. He, he is. He is an amazing actor. Yeah, and he was. He was good in that as well. In that bit part. I yeah, think. he was. He was. But you just don't, because you know, you know, it's weird when you see a film that you saw ten years ago, right? Yeah. And there's an actor in there that's since become like one of your favorites, and you just can't believe that you missed them. That they were in that film from ten years mm. ago. You saw them. Nothing stood out. 
you moved on and then they became famous and now they're, and now they're one of your favorites no he's one of the top top ones going around i love him oh he's he's great so good yeah well anyway the, the likes of the um sorry the french connection made me see what maybe the likes of bad boys is hitting up against in a way like what why they would consider race There's something about a buddy cop film on the streets in miami with uh, black, white, Latino people all sort of bouncing off each other mm. um, that is meaningful to the times in the same way that that film was. French yeah, Connection. I can see how it would be somewhat empowering to the, mm. the black audience when you've got these, these other films in the, in the, in the back catalogue. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... So that that gave me some some sense of where bad boys might be coming from. The French Connection is a much much better film, and there's <laughs> the, yeah. there's some some car a car chase in that that is just killer. Like a is car. it a really little car? Does he have a little car? I, don't I know can't remember, I'm but thinking. it's chasing a train. Like there's a train up on the High Line kind of rail railroad rail rail track, and mm. and the car Gene Hackman's in the car basically chasing it at speed underneath the tracks and it's it's yeah, it's great it's great um it's been a, you know I, i'm i'm sure i've seen it but it's been a long time and it's probably one i have to pull out again did you rewatch it for this or did you just yeah i rewatched it, it. Oh, yeah. awesome yeah awesome and while i'm on that can i can i just add a semi a, a little reminds me of just that's Please related do. Uh, yeah throw it in 48 hours you seen 48 yeah. hours i have yeah, I, that's one that I hadn't seen at all that I watched. Really? Uh, I watched afterwards. Wow. And it, it's in the same sort of trajectory. It's not one of your movies, is it? Because you know what that reminds me of? What? <laughs> My next remind me of, which is 48 Hours. Oh, no. <laughs> nice, I love it. Well, we can talk about it now. That was That's the next one I was going to say. In fact, I was going to say Eddie Murphy. Damn. And include 48 Hours and Beverly Hill Cop in the same bucket. Damn, do we go back and re-record that? <laughs> no, man. I like it. I like it. You. I just wanted to you, get it in there. It's great. It, it, it's my next one. Great. So that's cool. Everything we talked about, about the funny jokes and the, yep. what the banter between the two cops could be, Eddie Murphy is the man. He just nails it. Tell me a story. Fuck you. Oh, that's one of my favorites. And 48 Hours and Beverly Hills Cop, for me, is like the ultimate of buddy cop films that has that tension between the two types of, you know, characters and um, is racially, there's racial tension in there as well. Um, and there's the same sort of suave, um, hilarious, witty, bantered type dude who just doesn't <laughs> give a crap. Um, that I think you, you, you get a bit of from um, Mike Lowry. Yeah. But just Eddie Murphy's just so much funnier. But, you know, he kind of has license to be funnier. Yeah. Because yeah. in, a, in a way, the character's written that way. Um, so that was my second remind me of. Um, and it just, and I can't watch <laughs> any buddy cop film without thinking about, about these ones. So happy you said that. Yeah. So, um, and there's not really much more to say about them than that, other than I think. You know, you might go Starsky and Hutch. You might go, um, you know, French Connection. Um, but I think in terms of something that's more um, linked to the comedy side of Bad yeah, Boys, yeah. it's these two films. You can see a real family resemblance between French Connection in the 70s 
48 Hours in the 80s yeah. and then Bad Boys in the 90s. Yeah, totally. And they're just re- redone versions of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but 40, 48 Hours, I just I thought that was absolutely brilliant at times. Like, I, I didn't rewatch it for this, but I but I will after this. I want well, to see I, it again. I, I hadn't seen it. It's been a while. So I watched it first. That's great, man. After this, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's that is really cool. Um, um, well, then I'll throw it back to you. What's your What's your third? Remind me. My of. third and last one. Uh, this is quick. <laughs> and today we're, we're recording this on May the fourth, Star Wars That's Day. True. Yes. Are you so gonna say I'm going to say really? Star Wars. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay, explain. You I can't, can't wait. You can't pick it? Not straight away. Or are we talking about Han Solo and Chewbacca? No, we're talking about <laughs> twists that involve uh, par- parent reveals. Oh, okay, great. All right, got it. I got it. <laughs> Dude, of course. That's great. Yes, totally. So I thought... Uh, I needed you to explain it to me, but now that you have, it's obvious. Of course. Well, yeah, one of the key things of Bad Boys for Life, obviously, is, spoiler alert, um, that Mike Lowry <laughs> realises he's got a son and his nemesis is his son. We should have said that at the top of the episode. Anyway, yeah, uh, that, that can be assumed with every episode. There's going to be spoiler alerts, spoilers <laughs> throughout. So if that's not a reference to... Hell yeah. Star Wars and to the million other movies and TV shows that have, have had the same plot twist. I don't know what is. It never occurred to me, but they are literally fighting each other to the death mm. when the reveal happens. Yeah, it's the same. Star Wars style. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I and there's another another um another thing about star wars that reminds me of the whole franchise is i think star wars fans get really nostalgic about the original star wars film and you know saying it's the greatest film ever and then Uh, yes and then uh some of the later ones kind of bag them i know the you know the the middle set of films the prequels yeah and everyone hates them and I always... Excuse th- the, the drink, by the way. It's just happening while we talk. No, no, I'm, I'm doing it as well. Um, <laughs> go, go on. Uh, and I don't think Star Wars fans in general realise that the original ones were kids' movies as well. It's just that they were kids when they were... Right, yeah. Yes, yes, when they were yes. filming and um, yeah. I, I feel like in the Bad Boys films, maybe, just maybe people might have a romanticized version of how good the original <laughs> <laughs> the original was yeah it's interesting totally like and, like, and, like and, you like you for example yeah totally you 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 could be right um well if you came across that film now for, for whatever reason somehow bad boys 1 was made now <laughs> you would it would it wouldn't be it wouldn't work it just wouldn't work the whole thing <laughs> even with updated um technology the story just in, in itself, that kind of storytelling probably wouldn't work either. It, and, and yet it they would need to be bigger and have have more action. And yet they did it again. Yes. And it looked pretty true. similar, really. 
Yeah, that's true. The whole, yeah, and I guess the other thing about Star Wars is you also have Luke Skywalker getting old and really weird and creepy looking. You do. In the latest Star Wars, and the same thing happened with Martin Lawrence. Wow. That is, that is <laughs> deep. <laughs> that is deep. It's so true, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. Um, all right, well, I'll go on to my last one. Third and final. Uh, my third and final. Um, probably the one that I think is the coolest of mine this time around. Wow. And that is The Odd Couple, the 1968 film <laughs> with uh, Walter Matthau and Jack, Le- Jack Lemmon. Oh, because sorry. these two <laughs> remind me of The Odd, the odd Couple. <laughs> Have you seen that film? I haven't. What are you doing <laughs> to me? We, at least yes. we're getting something out of this. Yes. At least we're... We're getting to know each other's, you know, back catalogue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, so the I, so I know I know the film though. I know the who's in it, and I know the the general you know vibe, of it. vibe of it. Yeah, the vibe. The two guys end up living together. One of them owns the apartment. The other one's just yeah. crashing, and they just don't get along at all. <laughs> and they fight about everything. The irony is that unless we come to some other arrangement, I'm going to kill you. That's the irony of it. What's wrong, Oscar? Something wrong with this system, that's what's wrong. I don't think that two single men living alone in a big eight-room apartment should have a cleaner house than my mother. I could almost imagine that they pitched Bad Boys Mm. as uh, the odd couple um, meets, like, Starsky and Hutch or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's sort of how they they pitched it. Um, Anyway, good fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much in that, isn't there? Like, the... Whether it's whether it's um, whether it's a cop movie or uh, something like the odd couple, just a comedy or a rom com, you know, where yeah. there's the two love interests that hate each other and then sort of you know end up falling in love. Totally. It's kind of the the trope, isn't it? That just to get narrative tension, you got to start. You got to have a um, a friction relationship in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm I am digging all the references, um, <laughs> dude. You have to send me a link for that first one, the French short film. Yeah, it's cool. You'll I want to like see it. it, and it's an easy watch. Well, it's actually it's not an easy watch. It has you on the end of the edge of your seat. Brilliant. Yeah, I love it. And eight minutes, you said. Eight minutes. So yeah. good. Um, we should put that in the description of the show if we can. I don't know if we can. We should try that. I don't even know, even know if we're allowed to. It's probably copyrighted. <laughs> but if it's on YouTube, it's on YouTube. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, one question. Yes. And I should have asked this at the start. Why, why do men watch these films? Like if you take it, I, I think objectively, whether you enjoy yeah. them or not, I think objectively they're pretty lame. <laughs> now you can you can like the lameness of them and like the explosions and everything, yeah. Um, but there's they're they're not deep. Why do blokes like them? What is it? I don't know, man. There's a definite audience for these films. Um, I'm not going to go into trying to define what that audience is because I don't even know. But um, there are dudes that just love to watch these films. I don't, and yeah, mostly guys, I'm sure. Um, and. Why is Fast and the Furious such a successful franchise? Why have they felt the need to make freaking eight films or whatever it is now? It's crazy. And they and and I think the seventh or or the eighth just made like they just keep making more money. Like yeah, 
they keep making more money each time they make one. Um, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a bunch of like testosterone hyped dudes um, talking about chicks and fast cars and guns and and just adventure and they just go out and, and do crazy action stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but, but <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe yeah, it's because maybe it's like a tribal, ancient tribal thing. Like we all secretly wish as dudes that we could all stand around. Jesse's scratching. <laughs> yep. With our cats. Yep. And uh, no, we could all stand around with our with our sort of weapons and go out on the hunt and just like share in crazy adventures together because that's what we're missing from life at the moment. <laughs> I think it's that and it's something else as well. <laughs> I reckon else? I reckon it's where it's almost the same as a romantic comedy, you know, for uh, the note like the notebook is for you know, a lot of women, um, <laughs> it's kind of a way for men to get in touch with their feelings and to see with all this guise of fireworks and macho and testosterone that really what's happening is these are two men talking about their their lives and their anxieties and uh, it. it's almost a, a a therapy session for them and it's all it's all couched within humor that's not really funny and but but I think really really it's just about their relationship and about their emotions and it almost tricks us hardcore blokes into um into getting all sentimental when we think we're just you know doing blokey stuff dude you're right and there's a there's a moment in each film where um they're at they've hit their bottom Mm-hmm. They've and for whatever reason, like they've fallen out with each other. They're they're about to walk away from each other in this friendship they've had for whatever thirty years, and then there's a moment where something steals them. Like it sort of mm. some element in, comes into the story that shakes them both up and realizes that that uh, there's something bigger than their squabbles, and they turn <laughs> to each other and say, "Bad boy." <laughs> What do they say? <laughs> That's what they say. Ride together, die together. Die together. Bad boys for life. And they do the fist pump yep. and that's it. Yeah. You're hooked, man. You know, these two guys are bros for life. Bros and for life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think you're right. And and we, we have to go on that journey with them. We have to see that. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Next episode, uh, no, Baron. Yeah, so oh. normally at this point in time, we um and ah over the next film. Uh, and honestly, I have no idea. This whole streaming scenario in the world of coronavirus mm. is just throwing me off my game. Like I don't know what's what anymore. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I don't know what's where good? to look. Um, <laughs> what is good right now? I mean, we're still basically looking at many of the same films that we talked about last time that okay. are still the ones available. So... Um, you know, we've still got The Invisible Man. Maybe mm. we're just going to be forced to watch that bad boy. I don't know. Emma is still there. Yep. Uh, just Mercy is still there. The platform is still there. Wow, same ones. Same freaking ones. There's not very much that's new in I, the last couple of weeks to add. I think I need something 
you need something a bit with a bit more intellect involved. Something yeah, a little I bit more think so. reasonable. I think I need to <laughs> yeah, to back up a bad boy yeah, with agree. something a bit heavier. Um, there's all, all, there's also Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Let's not overlook that. No, let's not overlook it, but let's not <laughs> choose it by the same token. <laughs> I'm making a call. It's 1917. All right, let's watch 1917. You know what? We normally watch a trailer and comment on it, but mm. I think we don't need to do that with this film. It's a war film. What are we going to say? Did we did we do that last time? Yeah, we did. I don't think we should do it. Okay. I think we should just say 1917 next time. It's going to be great. Okay. Sam Mendes. Cannot wait. I'll, see, right, I'll see you then. Bad yes. boys for life. Bad boys for life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you later, Doc. That was Live awesome. together, podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad boys.